Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, another week and another versus battle review. So over the weekend, we got the pleasure Mm. of witnessing Ludacris and Nelly go back and forth. Take us back. And go back and forth with the battle. Side note, what I love about these versus battle is the fact that mm-hmm. it's mainly for us. And I have not seen any of the younger generations participating. It's coming. Saying, it's oh. coming. I thought I thought about that. I thought about that. Did because you? eventually depending on how long this pandemic is, if if this if this goes until like the end of the year, by the start of next year, they're gonna need some new content. And they're gonna then they're gonna start roping in the young dudes. They already pulling in I mean, they already talking about Usher versus Chris Brown. And in my opinion, I get it. Chris that's, Brown is deep, but Chris Brown is like crossover between like. Right. Then and that's now. not. That's not really. Yeah, Chris Brown's a little bit of both. Usher mm-hmm. is more of our generation. Chris Brown's a little mm-hmm. bit of both, so it's mm-hmm. like. Mm. Oh, for right, argument's so. sake, they were also talking about Justin Timberlake versus Usher, and just because they're there the was, same time period generation, I would. I'd like that. I don't know. I like to see Usher crushing. Actually. I don't know. I feel like there's a lot. That goes along with that. Justin Timberlake oh, was also yeah, in the whole group, and Usher was not. So that's like saying Beyonce can't do a, a versus. Not saying that she can't, but it's just saying that if you're gonna do versus Justin, do not. Then you pull can't out, pull out NSYNC songs. You cannot pull out NSYNC. All right. Okay. Sorry. The thing is, some and a lot of these verses don't have any rules like that. So they mm-hmm. have rules, but people don't follow them. Mm-hmm. All right. And so they also right. don't follow the rules about doing sound check recording. Exactly what I was going to say, which brings us to this battle. So, um, Ludacris dominated. Let's start off with that. Um, Ludacris came with the look. When I pop, I pop into Ludacris' live first because he was ready. Um, (laughs) He had the look. When I saw the pic and I saw the afro, Khalil, I screamed, yes. I said, oh, this quarantine hair works for you, brother. This is what I was talking about. You went, Mm -hmm. you put on the fit, Mm -hmm. okay? The cornrows would have took it off, but he put on the fit. That's how we. Yeah, true, true. That's how we met Luda. That's how we met him. How did we we meet Nelly? With the bandana, which he didn't. And did he I mean, have I mean, on? with the band aid, which he never had on, which is probably why his connection and everything <laughs> was going right. I said, Nelly's not dressed how he's supposed to be dressed. He needs to have mm-hmm. that band aid on. He needs to have. Where's the he- where's the sweatband? Where's the sweatband? Where was the sweatband? Where's the do rag? And then the sweatband on top. He had that liquor. He had that Ciroc and that and that wine already though. But Which is I mean, cool. I just wish we had other stuff ready. Right. We need more than that. We need mm-hmm. we need the whole aspect. Ludacris, he not only gave us a, 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 a throwback jersey, he also gave us several outfits, which literally I would blink and it would change. Seven. I'm like, wait. <laughs> he was pulling a Mariah right. Carey on us. He would just go step up to the side and change. Yeah, he did. He did. He did. I, I just want to say I remember in 2010 when I went to Summer Jam, and I think it had been a little bit past Ludacris's like prime prime rap, his prime time rap career. And I was kind of like, why do they have this random Ludacris set? Like, what's the, 
Mm-mm. I mean, I he's I get it, but like, why now? Mm-mm. I ate my words and I learned that day. And since twenty since twenty ten, Ludacris has definitely been in my top ten of um, MCs. Like he just deserves. He's got the wordplay. He's got the hits. That was the thing. He did that twenty minute set at Summer Jam, and I remembered every how much I loved every single one of his hits. From Didn't the it bring you back? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I knew. He dominates. So I already yeah. knew what the battle was. He began with "Welcome to Atlanta," which at that point Nelly was yeah, trying to get things together. It. I love the. I love how encouraging it was. I love how it was a a a, a unified moment. Oh, yeah. it was. Amazing. They had Jill. They had Jill, Erica, energy on just on the other side. It was for the amazing. Most part. Yeah, I, I don't think it was anything shady by it. I think Ludacris, um, um, definitely paid a lot of respects to Nelly and vice versa. Um, 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 and when Nelly finally got it together, cause he, the ghost, the ghost of Teddy, Teddy Riley done got him. When he finally got it together, he played, um, 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 uh, na, 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 which was good. You know, Nelly started off with a little bit, you know, a little light or whatever. Mm-hmm. Little Chris dropped pussy popping. It's Holy just Robert. like, it's just, just some things that he has to, that he dropped that I was like, wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Everything then, was great back and forth. Nelly came with tip drill though, and I like Nelly that they came. Went, they both started talking about their BET Uncut moments and how they want to bring it back. But they was like, "But how church don't need to come on right after BET Uncut?" And I was like, "Thank for somebody for saying that." Isn't that the worst? <laughs> how we go from that to you ever seen Reverend Peter pop off on BET? Yes. Like, yes. How we go from one extreme to the other? To wash off your sins of what the hell yeah, you just watched. Crazy. You watch that's a crazy. credit card. You watch a credit card going to crack of some woman's ass. And 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 we lived for that moment. Um, yeah. I feel like everything was going great for the both of them back and forth. Um, he did Ludacris did do a feature when he did uh when he dropped Ciara's O, which mm-hmm. not for nothing. I would have wanted him to throw that in the battle anyway. Um, I, I think th- I think they were unaware that they were doing features. But I mean, if I mean, you want to do the feature, just get to your feature. Don't play the whole song leading up to your feature. Right, which he did eventually. I wasn't mad that he played O, which he did no. eventually. Come on, O, Khalil. I, but I could play O right now without Ludacris. I could uh, just press play on the iTunes if we having a listening session. Um, and that's when Nelly was like, you know what? I'm gonna do my verse on Nasty Girl, which was great with the big on the Biggie Duets album. That was um, great. Uh, uh, Ludacris did his verse with the Major Look remix, which I forgot about that. Um, Nelly did the Rock the Mic remix. And y'all was talking about y'all never heard of that. I heard of that. I've heard of that, like, mm, faintly, but nothing. I'm, I'm like, yeah, pay that in the battle. That's what, okay. with the remixes and, and those, that's where I was like, mm, okay. Yeah. Um, okay. things were going <laughs> wonderful. Um, when Nelly played, I would say, Oh no 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 wait a minute wait a minute. Ludacris played um Moneymaker and actually told the story about how Nelly was on Moneymaker and how mm. that version didn't come out. Um mm. I don't know why I feel like that has something to do with Pharrell. But I remember that. That was during the Hype Williams video days in like two thousand six mm-hmm. when he was just directing everybody's video with like the screen on the outs and outside screen around it. Everybody. Um mm. Nelly threw in like a few country tracks so people were just like, No, like this is what is this? You shouldn't have he did, did this. He did the song. He did that song with um with Tim McGraw, right? He did not play over and over. Oh, he's crazy. I know yeah, about, if you're thing. gonna play the tr- if you're gonna play country tracks and play that one, bro. He didn't. He didn't play over and over. Um, and Ludacris also didn't 
didn't play a, a few songs that I felt like he should have. Like mm-hmm. when he said, "Oh, I got a song with 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 Missy," I thought he was mm-hmm. gonna play Gossip Folk, but he didn't. He did One Minute Man, which I thought he was gonna do oh. Gossip Folk, but I forgot about the fact that they have two songs together and they're both mm-hmm. amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, Ludacris's final song was The Potion, which one of my favorite Ludacris records, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and told the story about how R.I.P. About how that was. Do you remember? Mm-hmm, I don't know how. if you remember Terpsy's 2005. She made that dance. We used to do the slave. Yes, thing, I did. Slave thing. Yes, man. I did. Yes, I remember, I remember going down. We took a trip to North Carolina on the trip, and we went out into the slave mm-hmm. field and started doing it. I dance. was there. I <laughs> was there. there. I remember that. I remember. <laughs> that was yeah. my first trip. Um, but love, wonderful song to end to. And Nelly ended it with a song that nobody's heard of. So that's why he lost. And um, but still, all in all, wonderful battle. Yeah. Ready dope. for the next one. Uh, did you think it was unevenly matched? No. Because I feel like there are two lyric there are two rappers from the South. Um Midwest. And oh, Nelly's Nelly's Midwest. He's Midwest, South, South Southern. Okay. Mm-hmm. We'll say that. Mm-hmm. Um that probably should <laughs> Okay. Um, but I feel like they also should have collabed like years ago. Um, but yeah. according to uh, uh what's the guy in Nelly's camp, Ali? He said that back then, like Ludacris and Nelly were like fake beefing one another. Like Ludacris come out with with these lyrics of these verses and and this look and this visual, and Nelly would do the same, and it'd be like a back and forth thing. So mm. interesting. Who knows? But yeah. Well, thank you, Nelly. Thank you, uh, thank you, Nelly. Thank you, Luda. Move, bitch. Get out the way. Let's start <laughs> the show. I've I've been working all night, now I need to hear you call my name Where you at? On the way, how far? On the way, poppin', poppin' on the way How far we take it all the way, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah, yeah. Welcome back to another episode of the On The Way podcast, where we give it to you straight in this space. We won't say anything behind your back that we won't say in your face. We keep you up to date with the latest music, news, and everything related while you are on the way. I'm Khalil. And I'm Sylvie. And this is... The On The Way the Podcast. On The Way Podcast. <laughs> I was waiting for you to stay together. You can listen to this podcast on your way to your bi-weekly grocery store trip. That's nice. You can listen to this podcast on the way to purchase your overground pool because we're not going to go to the beaches when it's open. I'm not going. That's not happening. Not I. Said Some this people one. are dirty. Yeah, but y'all got it. But either way, anyway, <laughs> this is the On The Way podcast. Black Queen. Yes. Sylvie Jones, how are you? I'm feeling great this evening, Khalil. Happy to be alive, blessed in this space that I'm in. Grateful for health, um, vision, yeah. wisdom, and everything underneath the sun. I really can't complain. Um, every day above ground is a blessed day, to be very honest. Um, this week, I started up with doing some more cardio which I've slacked on because I used to be heavy in it and doing so much at one point um but then I switched over to more strength training and I stopped combining the two but now I am back in the groove and it's kicking my ass but Word. here we are still I rise how are you Khalil I'm good I have a similar <laughs> story shout out to my good friend Jalila 
who's over there in Dubai, who's recovering from um, who's recovering from uh, from breast cancer and is doing a really awesome job. Amen, amen to, to that. Please amen. support her when you can. Jalila Jones on Instagram. Um, <laughs> she led a uh, we were in our Terpsy group chat, our staff chat, and she led a um. Uh, she teaches uh, what's that? What's it called? Zumba. Damn, Zumba. Yes, she teaches Zumba. And like Pilates, I guess. I was like, all right, I'm going to give it a try. Let's do it. <laughs> Friday went on there, Friday morning, Instagram Live. Mm-mm. I lasted the whole hour, but I almost, but she, she tried to kill me, but she didn't. She didn't. I, I was alive. Don't sleep. And thrive. I did it the whole time. I couldn't feel my legs on my back two days later. And I, I knew that was going to happen, but it was okay. It was worth it, though. It's good. It's also um, good to me, do things different out of your comfort zone every once in a while. Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. Um finished up the last dance this weekend on espn the michael jordan documentary the last the last year of the uh of the chicago bulls the last sports so for y'all for a while <laughs> yes it is it is i mean but they did they did they have a couple more documentaries coming like lance uh, armstrong and bruce bruce lee they got um sammy sosa versus mark mcguire and i'm kind of interested in that from back in the day and just seeing sammy sosa's transformation from like a black person goodbye to this man i knew you were gonna say now. that <laughs> i, I want to see they gotta cover that like they got to talk about that it's gonna be insecurities um, yeah something yeah, i'm sure up that alley um that was really good today i went and i got uh put the air back in my bike it's getting hot outside so i can keep my cardio going make sure i get that all summer that's just a great little workout every day um saturday morning sylvie okay let's talk about it saturday mornings are back my nigga like i guess it's just because i've i have the time now on Netflix, they have all of the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. They've Jeez, got that's all why you the said Power Saturday Rangers, mornings are back. but they specifically have the Mighty Morphin all three seasons. They go all the way up to Turbo, even past that. I stopped watching after Turbo. Once the little boy, they had a little boy, and he turned into a Power Ranger. He grew up all of, he would morph and then turn into a grown person. And after that, I said, okay, I'm done. I'm gonna get out of here. But I watched all the way through that. Uh, and then on Disney Plus, they've got '90s Spider Man, X Men. And um, the Clone Wars, which I love now. I'm Saturday mornings are done. It's a wrap. That's my new jam. And then I stay in bed all day until the evening. I don't really don't get up till like the <laughs> afternoon, evening. Because I'd be working so hard during the week. I'd be like, I'd you be working during this relax. quarantine. Yeah. I just need a minute and then like watch some movies, watch something I need to do, and then get up and go about myself, promote the show, and that's that. Amen. Here we are. <sighs> well. We are far from our last dance. Let's get into the weekly playlist. Weekly playlist. To keep up with our weekly playlist, follow us on Instagram at On The Way Weekly, where we release it every week. This week we've got Will This Make Me Good by Nick Hakim. Dem Times by Roy Woods. Gray by Moses Sumney. And High Off Life. By future. This week for my first album, I had Will This Make Me Good by Nick Hakeem. After two EPs and a debut album back in 2017, which also makes him no stranger to the playlist, he's back with his fourth project. I always like to hear from this guy. His music is always relaxing, low-key existential, and prime time for elevation. Prime Prime time for elevation. There were times during this album which I couldn't even understand what the lyrics were, but his mellow delivery over these mellow tones was just as soothing. And he's fine with that, too. I just think he's making music for all the right reasons, um, which usually makes for a dope project. He was saying on his website, on his about section, 
uh, the bio for his project, it said uh, it was hard for him to write to the project. And it was a three month buildup. Um, he was like just making the music for three months before any lyrics came out. But the album, he said, is meant to raise awareness about how we're living on the planet, um, community, depression, overstimulation and overmedication and manipulation. <laughs> that sounds like a Jill Scott song. <laughs> So far, he's gotten mixed reviews. Some people say that it sounds messy, and and his response is, that's fine. Right. He said he's still trying to figure out the record himself, but he's quoted, he said, um, there's so much pressure on artists to commit to being one thing or to restrict an album to exploring just one subject or sound. But my life isn't like that, and so my music can't be like that either. I'm not thinking about this music as a product to be bought and sold or how I'll buy your, or how I'll buy your interest. And um, I really respected that. My faves on this album were Kadir. That really, I think that was the first one to grab my ear. Drum Thing. Who or Woo. I think it's Who. It's Who with an extra O. Seeing Double. And God's Dirty Work. Dem Times by Roy Woods. He's a Canadian singer and songwriter um, that I first heard from Drake. So, you know, like if you get a co-sign from Drake, the expectations are already high. He already like sees something in you. It's talent. I had to listen. <clears throat> he released his first mixtape, Waking at Dawn, in 2016. That same year, he came out during the Drake and Future Summer 16 tour, which I got to see him perform live. The following year, he released his first album, but then Roy has like only been releasing singles and EPs in between, um, such as this one. It's only a 20-minute EP, um, a few tracks, um, but I did find a few enjoyable. Um, the first of many would be to me. So tell me what it's gonna be now that we're on pause. I got a movie to Hennessy, you know that I want call. Boy, just two blocks away, just three fucks away. I done gave you my heart and bibs, but you still want more. Yeah, summertime you run it out. Me trying to fall in love, since you trying to stack it up. Um, I like Never Your Way and What We Did. I would describe Roy's talent as raw and definitely selective. Um, in my opinion, I didn't really see this, I didn't really feel the same vibe that Drake did. Um, the first time I heard him and even now, but <clears throat> what I can say about Roy is that he's consistent and he's definitely only for selective listeners. This week for my second album, I had Gray by Moses Sumney. 
This is the sixth project from Moses and second studio album following his debut album, A Romanticism, from 2017. I will never get tired of telling the story of seeing him live at Essence Fest in 2017 and being floored by his transparency, his unapologetic weirdness, and captivating but mind-bending vocals and harmonies. Um, there's no difference here. He's been releasing this album in parts for a while, so I've had a chance to sit with some of the songs and get to hear the full, and getting to hear the full thing um, was a full-on experience. I love the Cut Me, which is one of the songs I played on IG last week when the album first dropped. I also love In Bloom. I think it's called Vir- oh, Viral. I think it's. I think this is how he just spelled viral weird. It's B-I-R-I-L-E. Or virally, or viral. I think, <laughs> I think we also spoke about um, Jack and Jill featuring Jill Scott last time. The horns on color just make me want to go back to New Orleans for some reason. And then when he comes in and he sings and juxtaposes the heightening of the record by just coming in so simple, it was genius. <laughs> Wiped out you as some color It bring out your eyes You say you never bothered Cause you'd be telling lies Why don't you try some earth tones Since you claim you wanna die the color of compost might make you feel revived. Well, I think it looked great. The melody and instruments and hook on a gagarin is healing, but my fave was also, 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 and, and, and. <laughs> For my second album this week, I had the Atlanta native Future and his album, High Off Life. He's a singer, rap, singer. <laughs> yes. Rapper, songwriter, and producer. Producer. He's actually relatives with someone who's in the Dungeon family, which is where he first came up from. Um, and also how he got the name Future. I remember first hearing about him in 2011 when the singles Tony Montana and Magic Tara uh, debuted from one of his mixtapes. Signed to Epic Records, but under his own label, Free Bands, Future has released a total of eight studio albums and seven mixtapes slash EPs. Uh, when I think of Future's music, I automatically think of strip clubs, liquor, um, and having a turned up time. Maybe even some lyrics that speak about how Uh, money is going to mask my feelings and make me feel better. Um, And he delivers every single time without disappointment. A few tracks I didn't mind from this project were High Tech Tech, Solitaires, which is one of my favorites, featuring Travis Scott, which I run back at least twice when I play it, Uh, Riding Strikers, Trillionaire featuring NBA Youngboy. I'm not a big NBA Youngboy fan, even though I did review his album, um, I don't really care much for his him as an artist, but I did like Trillionaire with him on it. Harlem Shake featuring Young Thug. 
um, Life is Good was also on this project as well as Drake's um, demo tapes that we reviewed before. Niggas caught me slipping once, okay, so what? Someone hit your block up, I tell you if it was us. Man, a house in Rosewood, this shit too plush. It's cool, man. Got red bottoms on. Life is good. You know what I mean? $100,000 for the cheapest ring on the nigga finger, little bitch. How the flu went out to Spain to be in my domain automotive bitch Drop three dollars on the rain, cause it been the truck, little bitch Ooh. I was in the trap, serving cocaine, they ain't been the same since Ooh. Granted, she was standing right there while I catch a play on the brick Ooh. I made them little niggas go hate while I Taliban in this bitch Ooh. I'd have been down bad in them trenches, had to ride with that stick Who gave you pills, who gave that dust, Pluto Central and lick Ooh. Too many And the Life is Good remix featuring uh, both the baby and Lil Baby and Drake. Um, and I also enjoyed All Bad featuring Lil Uzi. If I could just keep those songs together and create my own album of it, I would. Um, but all in all, I said it's a good project. And yeah, Future knows how to do the turn up music. Despite his other personal things, and I feel like his personal life always gets overshadowed with his music. So... Yeah. This week for our honorable mentions, we have Time Served by Moneybag Yo, Prince and the Revolution Live by Prince and the Revolution, and Becoming, music from the Netflix original documentary by Kamasi Washington. I don't know if you saw Becoming on Netflix. Um, I read the book uh, a year ago. Or it was actually, That was actually my first audio book. Hearing her narrate it mm. was amazing. It was amazing. like Issa in the car. Yeah, she's like it's so great that that she's just her and, and her and Barack they're just history, and one day you know we all won't be here, but they won't be here one day, and it's just awesome be, being able to like just see them here and now, even post presidency, to live in this time that people will talk about forever, and just seeing her document it and the kind of people that they actually are. I was telling you that was my Sunday thing, and you was talking about. I was like the tears. And he was like, was they sorrowful? I was like, nah, nah. They were like, right, because I'm not trying to watch nothing sad. Yeah, no, no, no. It was Sunday. It wasn't time for that. That was a perfect Sunday thing to watch on Sunday. It was great, and the music, and the music that Kamasi provided was the perfect soundtrack. <laughs> So, um, this week, Billboard came out with their, of course, weekly results of their Hot 100, um, which I tuned in last week, well, the week prior for the whole Savage and Say So results. Um, but this week, it seemed like Billboard pissed off 69, 69, sorry, just to spread it in, 
um, because oh, his song debuted at number three as opposed to being debuted at number one. Who did debut at number one was Justin Bieber featuring Ariana Grande's song, Stuck With You. Um, which then Sick Nine took it to social media and began just going word off, oh, snitching, dry snitching, like he always does. Um, but you guys love it, of course. But he accused Billboard of manipulating the Hot 100 results. Um, And then he says he has evidence of it. And he wants the world to know that Billboard's a lie. And you can buy number ones. um, Which he also said that Jay-Z has said that before. um, That you can buy number ones. That's why we don't really... um, We don't really pay attention to Billboards like that. Mm. Um, While he was doing these videos and basically being pissed off but i mean you're in the top five already yeah you're not debuted at number one but okay you're in the top five you're number three it's not a bad it's not a big deal um i first heard about this when i went to social media and i saw ariana grande's lengthy post about this song um it caught my eye because i'm like how come it was such a lengthy post yes yeah, she always talks about you know thanks my fans thanks thanks to my fans things of that nature for you know supporting her music but one, this wasn't really your song. It's Justin Bieber's song. So I realized that she felt some type of way about with 6 9s accusations, mm-hmm. um, which then she, like, responded saying how, you know, people, her fans were streaming and basically discrediting everything that he said. Justin Bieber also responded to 6 9 basically saying the same thing, also saying the fact that stop trying to come for Ariana. It's not her song. It's mine. And um, number one was basically deserved. Um, then six nine went back and forth, and also said that you know I'm not getting at Ariana Grande. Look, my whole thing is this guy that people still have support from oh, is I just digging his own musical grave, and I mean, it might be more than it's musical. not surprising because it. a lot of the younger generation and the youth support his music think he's talented play it go to his page um, um, um report when he's on live and videos and things like that to make him more popular and fame the only reason i'm saying this story is because i thought it was just hilarious at the fact that you're you're on the like you're, you're number three okay your song didn't premiere at number one so what you're number three bro you're, yeah yeah bro you're you still gonna are get fresh <laughs> out of jail um you're fresh off of jail early from the covid you chose not to go on witness under witness protection i'm not sure if he did it or or you're under witness protection and you're not out here in this in the most ideal of conditions why not just be you couldn't just be glad that the song went to no, three. No, because he's not all. humble, and the fact it that just he had wants to go to number one. he just wants people. He just wants people to, to, to basically feel some type of way about the fact that he's out and after he's snitched and is publicly known and he's untouchable. But you're under witness protection. Um, that's why he has a monitor. You know, that's why he wears lace fronts. He probably doesn't have the same color of his hair anymore. It's yeah. just, it's too yeah, much. Yeah, he just, yeah. You know, I actually. I don't want to talk about him on this show. Yeah, we, we, we could be done. Yeah. <laughs> this though, this like right. literally, I think this is like the only, no, we've, we spoke about this before when mm-hmm. I think when he was going to go to jail. Yeah. 
And now, like, I, I'm I, I'm sure he puts out good music. I don't really mm-hmm. listen to it enough to, I don't know. He, he Oh, well, okay. Well, I don't even know enough to know. And You're not missing I'm, anything. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, what else is going on this week, Khalil? Well, this week, the BET Awards announced that they will be held virtually this year. They said even though it will be, and they said even though it will be virtual, it will still be filled with quote an array of innovative techniques and artist-generated content. Mm. They also say it will continue the rich history, providing fans with special, not to be missed moments. This will mark the 20th anniversary of the BET Awards and 40 years for BET. The performers and nominees haven't been announced yet, but it will still air on BET Sunday, June 28th at eight o'clock. I just thought that this was really a um I just thought this story in particular was special because this is the first award show coming up since the uh, pandemic that I usually watch. So seeing them be the first ones to say that the show is still on is really interesting and I'm going to be watching to see how creative they are and and being able to um elevate keep and elevate the production level cuz I think it has to it has to be a little bit more than just one person Right. In front of the screen for three hours at a time. And it'll be interesting to see. I mean, because we are limited. And so, I mean, nobody's expecting them to, you know, I, I think dump I, the world upside down. But it, it'll just be interesting to see what they try. I think production will, will have fun with this. I've seen, like, over the weekend, well, every weekend for the past few weeks, I've been watching Real, House, Real Housewives of Atlanta and their um, reunion was done on Zoom. Um, so there's definitely a way for them to do it. I think if they're going to do the BT Awards, obviously it's not going to be live like it usually is. So it's going to be just pre-recorded. So they'll have time to edit it and, you know, show different scenes and things of that nature and tweak it. It's right, definitely right. possible. It's going to take, you know, quite some work and some time, but it's possible. But, yeah. you know, here we go. On the way, listeners, what other award shows are you looking forward to still seeing this year? Tweet us in On the Way Weekly and let us know what you think. We're gonna go. And we'll be right back. Working all night and now I need a heat. Call my name. Where you at? On the way. How far? On the way. Popping, popping on the way. How far we take it all the way? The blackness. Don't touch my head. It's just me against the world. Who taught you to hate your family? The blackness. Here we'll talk about the world, i.e. black political and social issues, as we see them through our point of view. What's going on this week, Khalil? Um, this week down in Baltimore, the uh, mayor, Jerry... Uh, Baltimore Mayor Jack Young, he officially made local rapper Alexis Chink Harris's song Mask Up the official anthem of COVID-19. And I just thought that this was a really dope story. I thought it was dope that they got an, a local rapper um, to come up with the song that they really pushed to the whole community. And it's not a bad song at all. Mm-hmm. So it's catchy. I think I thought it was a really good way to get in, to, um, reach out to the youth of Baltimore and get them involved and make them feel like, you know, like this wasn't that this pandemic involved them too, that everybody plays a part. And I thought that it was just really a, a innovative way to. You have to speak awareness. to the kids in different in, in their on their level. 
yeah. um, per se, because a lot of times as an adult speaking to a teenager and saying things like, you know, wear a mask and practice social distancing. Sometimes like, you that, wear a mask, you practice social distance, you that, back up. Those words dance in <laughs> one ear and out the other. So to have someone else more towards their age saying the same thing um, right. will convince at least more than it would if an adult was saying it. All right. You got to watch the press conference when she did it. I think the best part was afterward when she finished. And everybody at home, I know, was clapping, but you hear, like, because nobody could be there. So they like, because, <laughs> like, five people there, but you know they was enjoying it. And then yeah. the lady in the background doing the sign language to her rapping, back up! <laughs> <laughs> so, this week from our Queen Spotlight, I wanted to highlight a teen who developed an app to help keep kids connected to incarcerated parents her name is jj Patton. um she said she recalls the struggles that it was to communicate with her father antoine who is an ex-prisoner right now um but while he served time uh, she's a teenager and she developed the photo patch a program that <clears throat> a program and a mobile app that connects imprisoned parents to their children um her father learned, learned to code during her his prison sentence which is amazing nobody codes anymore um he learned that during his. Mm-hmm. He learned that during his prison sentence. Mm-hmm. Wow. And then after being released in 2014, he started the Photo Patch Foundation, which is a website where kids of imprisoned parents can write and send a letter, upload photos without incurring unreasonable charges, and avoid sending materials through snail mail. Um, and then his daughter also assisted and helped with the app. Since its launch, it gained 2,000 users. And has been downloaded over 10,000 times. Hello. Mm. Okay. During this lockdown, even though, side note, a lot of prisoners are also on TikTok. But that's another story for another time. Um, a lot of them. I'm saying. They're doing videos. and, and I, don't, got to be I don't know. I, the, guards I, got, the guards are slacking. Yeah, they, the guards they, are slacking. <laughs> I've, seen, I've seen TikTok. I've seen prisoners with their TikToks, make meals, do dances, yeah, phone, challenges, man. do, mm-hmm. I, they are getting it in, okay? I would just worry, I mean, wouldn't you just, uh, wouldn't you just worry, like, once you nope. show yourself on TikTok, they know that you have a phone, and now they coming for you? No, because I think that a lot of them are allowed to have phones, a different prison oh. system, different prisons, so, okay. of course, definitely, um, but shout out to you, uh, Queen JJ, and thank you so much um, it is sometimes a, a challenge and difficulty to send things through prison. Um, and especially the fact that you wanted children to connect and feel connected and stay connected to their parents. Um, mm-hmm. It's awesome and amazing. You did something with your experience. And for that, I thank you. And I shine a big queen spotlight to you. Amen. On the way, listeners, what are your favorite COVID anthems during this pandemic? Tweet us at On Way Weekly and let us know what you think. We're gonna go. And we'll be right back. Oh, you got me on the way. Yearning for your loving, baby. I need that every day. Cause you know this ain't made for, for nobody but you. It's a wrap. It's time to get out of here, but not before we leave you with some encouragement. 
Once again, you can find our quotes on our Twitter at On The Way Weekly every Monday for some motivation. This week, our quote says, If you don't get out, I thought she said if you don't get the fuck out the house, sorry. If you don't get out there and define yourself, you'll be quickly and inaccurately defined by others. So I chose this because I understand where this quote is coming from, definitely from a point of view of someone who looks at someone and says, you know, and has their informs their own opinion before even knowing someone. Um, But I also love this because it's like, I can come up to you, Khalil, and you not know a thing about me and just judge me based on either my actions coming up to you, what I have on, or, or the energy that you, that you get. And then I can also open my mouth and introduce myself. Um, but either way, it could be just violently, it could be just really kind and things like that. But in that moment, I've defined myself. I said, you know what? Hi, I'm this person or I'm, you know, so I've, I've already introduced and gave you a, a, a blueprint or a guideline of who I am as a person. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like you should live, you should, you should do that with yourself in general to leave that kind of impact that you have on the world itself. Mm. Uh, so, so it's like, you don't have to always say, you know, hey, I'm this, I'm, 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 I have a, a web designing team and I also, um, I make music videos and I also, I cook on the side and I also have this, you can just, just say like, I was, <laughs> <laughs> Just shut the hell up. Yeah, okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> uh, you can just say, like, I'm a person who have many, many talents, and yeah. um, I'm also an entrepreneur. What? <laughs> what was the quote? Say the quote one more time. <laughs> say it one more time. If you don't get out there and all define... all I heard was shut the hell up. <laughs> if you don't get out there and define yourself, you'll be quickly and inaccurately defined by others. I kind yeah, I agree. I kind of take this as just whatever you do in life, just know why you're doing it because no matter what you do, people are going to talk about you whether you're doing good or whether you're doing bad. And especially if you start doing um but and I say this again, I take it from Charlemagne. Charlemagne always quotes his dad. And his dad says, you're never as good as they say you are. You're never as bad as they say you are. You're right there in the middle. So people, if you do something, people people like it, they'll hype it up and they'll say it was amazing. And then they might start to have all these expectations for you and things that they want you to want to see you do. And then you could do something and people could say that it's horrible and and. And uh, and they could start to say, well, you know, yeah, I listen to him and a narrative could start to form around why you do what you do. But at the end of the day, you just have to be clear on why you do what you do so that when the time arises or when those questions come up or when you have a chance to talk about yourself, uh, you can block out the noise and just your message can be really clear and laser clear as to exactly who you are and what you're trying to do straight from you to people so that there's no there's no confusion and also for yourself never mind i agree well if you're looking for me you can find me on the instagram and the twitter at k-a-h-l-i-l-x-d-a-n-i-e-l and on the title and apple music and spotify and any digital streaming platform under khalil daniel and if you're looking for me, you can find me on Instagram and on Twitter at Sylvie Jones, S-Y-L-V-E-E-J-O-N-E-S. Um, a fitness advice I have for you this week is to 
definitely soak up the sun a little bit longer than you have before. There's ways to social distance and be outside and get like fresh air. That does not include being up under somebody. Um, I find a way to work out outside almost every single day just for that space and that air, you know. Word. So if you're at a park somewhere because they're open now, um, just make sure to stay away from people. Um, if you're at, I went hiking and people stayed, you know, farther away from each other as possible. So what's possible, you know, to do that, to just make other people feel comfortable. And yeah, just stay outside as long as you can. As long as you can. Since we're trapped inside. That's right. Um, yeah. And can I also just say, and, and I think also stay outside as long as you can, because I think that goes to, to, um, just keeping your mind stimulated like you just need another uh, another setting outside and i for me the biggest thing about this quarantine has just been finding ways to keep my mind stimulated and knowing how to relax when i want to but then knowing what to do when i don't want to relax and i think that that's kind of key uh, I just ordered my. I just ordered the last Wendy Williams book that I never read off the Ritz, off the Ritz um, Carlton series. Um, it's called. Um, 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 oh, I can't remember what it's called, but it'll be here between May 26 and June 2nd. <laughs> so read, read, read. That's good for your mind. Read as well, yes. And I started reading The Prophet again. I, I never finished that by Khalil Gibran. Names it. I'll let y'all know how that goes. <laughs> and for everything else you heard this week, you can find us on. Our web, you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash instinct, E-N-T-I-N-C, and on our website at instinctent.com slash on the web. And if you love what you hear, please make sure to like and subscribe to us on the Apple Podcast app. Leave a comment, rate, review, let us know what you think, let us know how's it going. Yeah. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We grind one time, three times, two time, me time, we time, we roll, three time, rewind, late night, be mine, yeah, and you know that's for sure, I clear the schedule so you know that's a go, okay, we stress, we grind one time, three